Uh, welcome back, Webheads, to another episode of the Webheads Podcast, a Marvel Comics event podcast where we're reading through every event from 1939 to present. Let's get started. What's up? Nothing much. Just knocking out podcasts left and right, buddy. We <laughs> we are back at the studio again. This time we're here to give you guys a a quick special episode for the TV show that is coming out tomorrow, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Hawkeye or Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> Hawkeye. It sounds the same, really. Hawkeye, yeah, when I read that part, I was like, I said it over and over, I was like, Yeah, there's that part where they, he's like, it's it's Hawkeye, he's like, yeah, Hawkeye. <laughs> he's like, I, I. Yeah, Hawkeye, I get it. <laughs> That's the, We're saying the same thing here. Oh, man, but uh, yeah, it's, I mean, we all know Hawkeye. Uh, one of the Avengers, bow and arrow, one of the, <laughs> the, the rare non-superpowered. Uh, heroes. Yeah, the the one that everybody thought should have died in Endgame instead of Nat, which is messed up to say, but... No, I, I mean... I, I get it. I get it. I don't think he should have died, though. I mean, but out of those two, one of them has to. Out of the two, one of them has to. I think hers was more meaningful, especially after, like, Black Widow. I don't know. I think... Oh, well, yeah. But I think in that situation, like, his... Like, because it's the two of them. They're, like, best friends, like... Either one of them dying at that point would have had, I feel like, the same emotional thing. I feel like they only killed her off because they knew what they were going to do in her movie already. Mm. Yeah. I guess if he died, it would have been like he never, he didn't have to pay for any of like the the guilt, you know, of him being Ronin for those five years. Mm. And so now he he... He lives with that. He gets his family back, but he lives with the fact that now he is also a murderer. Yeah. And, I mean, had he died, it, it would have been, uh, they probably still would have won, but that means his family would have come back. Mm-hmm. And um, he would have done, just like in uh, in What If. Yeah. Like, his, he does all that fighting just for the win. And then in the movie, his family comes back, and then he's gone. Mm. And now all that sadness all over again. Because they disappeared five years ago, and now his, their dad and their husband is gone. Yeah. Perfect way to start a podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. So, yeah, yeah like we said, this uh, we all know who Hawkeye is at this point. So there wasn't much of a, a point for us to read through any stories to tell about who he is. So we decided to go with a recent uh, solo run of his. Somewhat of his. recent, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was from 2012 to 2015, I think. Yeah, see another thing where it's just like three years of story. Yeah. That I read in about <laughs> two days. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to read the Hawkeye series written by Matt Fraction. Yeah, and, and uh, artwork by David Aja. Yeah. 
Really good. I like the artwork in this. Yeah, they switch it off a couple times. Yeah. Through different artists uh, throughout the run, but uh, David Ajas does most of it. And yeah. I believe he does all of the covers. And if you guys don't know, the Hawkeye show that's coming out is sort of kind of based off of this run of the comics. Yeah. So um, they they've had, they changed a few stuff just to kind of uh, make it work so. within the MCU and everything. But yeah. overall, the the point of the series is to kind of show that Hawkeye is just a regular guy. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's part of the Avengers and throughout the comic run he's constantly just being like he's getting hurt or like mm-hmm. he always has bandages and like is trying to heal because he's not a superhero he doesn't have superpowers yeah. he he's literally just running around trying to do good yeah. but also still having to deal with just everyday things and people thinking he he has to have all these sort of uh, qualities and hero qualities yeah in the and it's like um it's i think i don't know if anybody else does this but i do it like i sometimes forget that the avengers are not just like a group of well-off people and that they're getting paid millions of dollars to protect all of us mm. like just like in cap or sorry falcon and winter soldier mm. how sam was trying to apply for a loan and couldn't get it in the comic that we're talking about, like he Clint just lives in like a beat down apartment. He has money, yeah, but is not like well off life wise, yeah. And like, there is one line that I, I wasn't sure of. Well, not like one line. It's like a couple parts gets brought up a few times, but like he he robs the villains of all this money and everything, mm-hmm. but he also had money before. He said he got his money from, like, something with his brother. Okay, so it was probably, like, some scheme they ran or something probably. like that. Okay. His, brother's, his brother shows up in the comic. His brother's not well off. Either. No. He's, like, his brother's <laughs> letting people punch him in the face for $5. Yeah. But, yeah, the the story is just Hawkeye being Hawkeye. like Just a normal person. Yeah. Yeah. We also uh, get uh, Kate Bishop, who's also going to be in the show. Yeah. Uh, she is... Hawkeye as well. Yeah. Um, sort of like a protege, but also kind of. If you've been watching like a lot of like the Marvel shows and everything, you you've kind of noticed a pattern of them introducing younger kind of mm-hmm. heroes into the fold. With the end game being hopefully the Young Avengers are yeah. going to be getting their own show or movie or something at mm-hmm. some point. And then yeah, there's a um, yeah Hawkeye. The, I guess the new Hawkeye is played by Haley isn't it Haley Seinfeld? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's gonna be another character in the show, Echo. Mm-hmm. Uh and her her character's name is what Maya Lopez, I believe it is. I believe so. Yeah. And in the comics at one point she actually is Ronin as well. Yeah. So if we are forming this young Avengers type team Maybe she gets pulled into that as well. And correct me if I'm wrong, she is deaf? She's deaf, yeah. But she has the... uh, She's almost like Taskmaster where she can perfectly imitate anything that she sees. Mm. So in the... uh, When she first comes around in the comics, she is deaf. She was born deaf. But she 
uh, learns to play the piano perfectly um, because she, uh, at the school that she was at for uh, kids, she was at a school for kids with uh, learning disabilities. They they brought in a, a piano player and she was able to put her hand on the piano and feel the vibrations of it, which made her love the piano in the first place. Mm. And then as she was watching him play the piano, when he was done, she got up, or he got up, she sat down, and then played everything exactly like he played it. Mm. So she's perfect at the piano. She does dance and everything as well. But she can, like Taskmaster, she can also do the same things with fighting and all that as well is she um is that just is that considered like a superpower do you know is like is she like a Mm. mutate mutant or just like i don't believe so i haven't anything of the stuff that i've read i haven't seen anything about her being um a mutant or anything or inhuman of any kind Mm -hmm. um she is just a Native American child um, whose father, she was born deaf. Her father used to work for Wilson Fisk, who had him killed when she was younger. And um, after Fisk had him killed, he then took her in as his own child. And trained her as like an assassin. Yeah. Only for her to later find out that, she, that Fisk had killed her father. And she turned on him. Yeah. But she's, uh, I'm looking forward to having her in the MCU. Yeah, we got some good, yeah, so we got some good characters. We got a lot of. Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, Echo, uh, everyone's favorite, uh, Yelena from Black Widow is going to be in it. Florence Pugh. Oh, yeah. So she's going to be back. Mm -hmm. Who else do we got? I mean, that's kind of what I see. Hopefully we get some other characters that come in too. From this, from the comic book series, I'm hoping. Oh, Lucky the Pizza Dog is in it as well. That's that's who I'm looking forward to the most. <laughs> and I'm hoping that uh, my guy Grills, oh yeah, the comic shows up. That'll be a good one. Yeah, I'm interested to so. Yeah, we'll just kind of give you a quick rundown. So the the comic is him being a normal person. Yeah, he, he lives he lives on his own. He's not married. Doesn't yeah. have any kids. He has an ex wife. He has a quote unquote kind of he calls it a friend girl yeah um which is spider woman jessica drew uh his work wife is natasha his black widow uh and then his ex-wife is uh bobby which is also her aka uh, mockingbird Mm -hmm. which is like kind of assassin uh shield type yeah and Um, he also i i don't i can't remember if it was mentioned because i didn't i don't remember the last couple issues of the run but does Kate kind of have a thing for him? Or they have kind of like an unspoken thing between the two of them there, too? I would hope not. Cause I, in the show, I don't think that's the case. But. I feel like in the... in the, I feel like she kind of looks up to him as more like a older brother type okay. thing. Or just kind of like a, um, like a father figure, almost. You know, like okay. yeah. she kind of just sees him like, you know, broken down and... Everyone's kind of giving up on him, and yeah. and so she's kind of like, ah, oh, I feel bad, and he does teach me a lot, so I'm gonna stick mm-hmm. with him. There are some things where I can see where you can you can kind of take yeah. that out, but I took I I took it more as like a big brother okay. sort of situation. Yeah, because the, the that the whole run those 
at least in the beginning part, the first half maybe, there was a lot of like, like what's going on here. Yeah, I think she's on like she maybe at what like twenty in her early twenties or yeah, something. She's super young. Yeah, yeah. And I hate that I said that. That made me feel old. <laughs> she's super young. She's like twenty three. <laughs> so essentially, in the book, um, it starts with yeah, Clint living in this uh, apartment. He's just kind of hurt and you know mm-hmm. tired of like the always being hurt type of thing. Yeah, and. All of a sudden, the rent goes up in this apartment, and he is like, you know, yeah, the, that's one kind of, of the not other wrong. tenants that lives there. It was like, uh, the landlord's like tripling the rent. Yeah, and he's part of what's called the tracksuit mafia. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a whole bunch of Russian dudes that say bro. Like, this, this vaguely European group of Russians who wear Adidas tracksuits and. Oh, they they say bro every bro like, and seriously seriously bro yeah bro <laughs> end every sentence with bro yeah. or seriously bro and, seriously seriously and uh, uh, Clint ends up just buying the apartment you know he yeah. gets into some trouble with I think Kate I think they went on a mission mm-hmm. to uh, get a secret videotape yeah. and that's where they steal all this money from a bunch of supervillains who are actually at this event that they're. Auctioning off this tape at. Yeah, they run into they run into Fisk out there. Mm-hmm. They run into Madam Mask. I think Hammerhead is there. The Owl, if you guys are familiar mm-hmm. with the Owl, I think Tombstone is there as well. A bunch of just like New York, like a whole bunch underground. of Hell's criminals. Yeah. Um, and so he steals a bunch of money, ends up buying the apartment, and then he becomes the new superintendent slash owner of the building, which. Yeah upsets the tracksuit mafia because it's part of their their whole you know thing they they own that whole block that the yeah that the actually the three blocks around there i think it said they own that and so by him buying that apartment complex is kind of putting a damper on their plan so they uh they they don't stop bothering him at all and so they become a thorn in uh clint's side for a majority of actually i think the whole run yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I think it's like four or five issues where uh, we just follow Kate when she goes to the West Coast. Yeah. To like the LA area. And she's doing her own thing out there with uh, pizza. Mm-hmm. Or Lucky, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. And um, so we don't see uh, the tracksuit mafia or Clint for a bit there. But yeah, they're in most of it. Yeah. And they. They don't play. I mean, they they lose a lot, but they they always come with the guns blazing. They're yeah. ready to kill Clint. Yeah, like, they, all the time. They're not there just to like beat him up. Like they're no. ready to just murder. Yeah. And uh, it gets to a point, and I I believe he's in the show as well. Um, they end up hiring an, an assassin. Yeah. Uh, his name Kazi. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just a silent killer. Like puts on white face paint. Um, yeah, he was. Uh, he grew up in the circus, I believe, I, or was something it, like that. I I thought it was like he carnival. grew up. No, I thought it was. Did, did he? I think so. I thought he just kind of did plays for like the fun of it. I think he started off as like is Carney an offensive term? I don't know who would be offended by. That. I don't know. It's, <laughs> He's the only one who works in the carnival. Like it should be offensive. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he started off as like a Carney, just like. Uh, going around with like those uh, traveling 
Kind of like circuses? No, I think that was Clint did. Okay. Clint and his brother, yeah, they uh, their parents died. And his dad was an alcoholic and mm-hmm. beat him. And then his parents died and him and his brother ran from their foster oh, home. The... And then they went into the circus. But Kazi, I think, I don't know if it was his brother or his friend or something, but whatever European town they lived in mm-hmm. was like in like a civil war or something. And uh, they had to leave. He was saved by the tracksuit mafia there. Mm. And, you know, him and his friend or brother or whatever, they were in hiding with a bunch of other people. And his friend gets killed and he just goes into a life of murdering people um, for hire. So he becomes an assassin and he becomes the assassin that's after Clint in the run. This is gonna... I really like Kate. In the comic, I really like Kate. Yeah. She, uh, one, she doesn't give a shit about, like... (laughs) any like about clint's feelings about anything <laughs> like it's like kate don't do that like oh, whatever <laughs> like she uh yeah i wish they didn't do that little five or four or five issue run where she just goes off and does her own thing mm. uh because it didn't seem like it added anything yeah to what was going on but uh, as a character i really like her no yeah i like she's like sarcastic yeah. and just kind of yeah, she doesn't care, but she still wants to do, like, the right thing. She kind of is like Clint, but just mm-hmm. in female form. Yeah. And I feel like that's why it's, there's, they're like a contrast to each other, but not mm-hmm. because they're so alike, but it's, not it's, really. I feel like it's mostly because he's older. Mm-hmm. So she's like, she is just like him, but it's obviously like a little bit more immature yeah. than he is because she's so much younger. So she yeah she's gonna like like she'll hear she'll listen to what he's saying but like still think that she knows better yeah in some situations so I'm looking forward to seeing like how like if she's anywhere close to that in the show because I I think she's going to be from mm-hmm. what I've seen on the trailers but even yeah even in the show they're gonna add some uh, new characters yeah that we haven't seen before I kind of hope that they bring in his brother Barney. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they're bringing in Swordsman, which yeah. is like he's the guy who taught Clint and Barney like at, when they ran away to the carnival. He's yeah. the one who taught them like everything they know. Yeah. So I know they're bringing in Swordsman, but I kind of hope they bring in Barney. And yeah, that would be I like uh yeah uh like a a flashback to when they were younger. Yeah. I would like that, and then like them bringing Barney in as an actual. Like, mm. adult character in this would be good. And they can kind of introduce him as, like, oh, he did some bad stuff, so I haven't talked to my brother in, like, a long time. Yeah. And now he's, like, he found me or something like that. Yeah. But I know they're, I think, how many episodes are they doing? Like, six? Uh, it's probably six. I hope, I always hope it's eight, but. I hope it's eight, but, I mean, I can see with six, you kind of have to really, you know, choose who you want to introduce because you only have so much time to yeah. do it. So... I mean, I, if they can squeeze him in there, I hope they can do it. Because that'll yeah. just... I mean, it'll just give more depth to him. Because all we know, Clint in the MCU has is Hawkeye and he has a family. Like, yeah. there's really... You know, and then his family dies or, or gets dusted and then he goes becomes Ronin. And that's it. Like, we don't really have too much else besides that. Yeah. I. That's why I'm, I'm hope Because I... It's hard when you have... We already know that you're... One, we're getting... 
the other Hawkeye. Mm. And then we're getting Echo, who's possibly going to get her own show. Mm. Uh, so, like, yeah, you can go into her story a little bit further then, but that's still at least another year and a half, yeah. maybe. So I feel like eight would be good, because it gives you more time to... If you're going to introduce these new characters that we've never seen before, we're going to need at least a little bit of a backstory here. Yeah. In the beginning of the MCU, you don't have to explain to me who Captain America is. Just like they when they brought in Spider-Man, you don't have to give me his whole origin story again. We yeah. get it. But like with these new characters, like I would like a good at least if I'm not gonna get the whole episode of like a like who she is, like I need at least like fifteen, twenty minutes of like some kind of a story. Like you can't just throw Echo in there and then not tell me what she's about. We're getting six episodes and the premiere is gonna be two episodes. Great. So it's only so five it's, weeks of show. It's gonna we're gonna get the last episode on December twenty second, and it starts on November twenty fourth. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, I would like more. Yeah. But I'm glad we're getting. Hopefully, this doesn't mean that we're not getting Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. Take him out. We don't need him anymore. <laughs> I would still like to see the Get out of some here, of Grandpa. the original six because I feel like Thor is not going to come back to Earth. I feel like he's just going to be more of a cosmic space, yeah. uh, character now. And then we have Bruce, Tony's dead, Steve's MIA, Natasha's dead. So for the original yeah, six to kind of just be gone, I mean, he's he. I don't know if he'll retire. I mean, you could have him retire well, and then come back, you know, at some point. But like. He said he's gonna retire. <laughs> like, yeah, it is just time. him. It's him and Bruce left. Yeah, and I, and they don't. It's funny because they don't have too much interaction with each other. No, I, I, they rarely do. So it's gonna be interesting to see how that pans out too. I wish we would have got more of the Avengers, like just kind of hanging out and creating those connections rather than just being on the team. Because mm. of course, when you're on a on a superhero team, you're gonna yeah talk to each other just in combat but like mm-hmm. i wanted to see what they, they would be like they should have done more of those one shots with yeah avengers i'm i missed those that would have been good because then we could have at least like because yeah like we know that they're like obviously they have like their own side missions like we saw with like uh black widow and stuff like that and then like iron man and all of his individual movies captain america yeah we don't ever see any of them like like no team meetings or anything like yeah. that or like in the comics, you guys all live in a fucking mansion together. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We know that you guys are a team. We know what's kind of kept you guys together all these years. But like, honestly, see any in between? I kind of wish they didn't give him a family. Clint. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't add anything. It I mean, like, really didn't. It it only helped in was the, was at the beginning of Endgame when his family. Just yeah, disappears. but I mean, I'm, I doubt they set up a family in all those years before just to do that one yeah. scene. And it, it gave them a, a safe house at one point, but other than that, like you could have just given them a house. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't add anything to the story. It didn't make me like them anymore. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still like them, but yeah, it, that that element didn't need to be introduced. You could have easily just had it. A farmhouse that he grew up on or you know they could introduce that like oh this is my safe house that i bought 
I grew like this is where I was I was raised and yeah. you know this or that and then that kind of can give us a little bit of more backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, like Zafiri still could have showed up, Hill could have showed up, and it, even if they had that, like for the show, like we could have had like he's like living at the house, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden Barney shows up because that's the old family house. Yeah, like, anything could have worked. Shout out Jeremy Renner, man. <laughs> I I I wish your uh, social media network that you created would have lasted longer. Side note: I I don't know. If, I I feel like they it's attributed to this, but when that was out, mm-hmm. it, I the two people I watched on YouTube, they did like a a joint video and they were just making fun of it and trying to like <laughs> get him to talk to them on the on, on it. And then within a week, he shut down his thing. So I don't know if they did it or not, but <laughs> I feel like they had a, a hand in it getting shut down. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Um, what else did I want to talk about for the show? Uh, but Cade and Echo are the only two new ones, right? That we get. Yeah, I think. And Kazi, but. Yeah, and Kate's mom is in it, but I don't think she really ever had like a big part in the show. I think, or in the comics, I think in the comic the. She may, I don't. Know, I think she's a, a bad guy. I have to double check. I even when I was looking it up earlier, um, I couldn't really find anything on her mom. Okay, yeah, I don't think maybe she didn't have too big of a part in the movie or the comics. Yeah, I don't think she does. Yeah, I think yeah, I just think it's gonna be a funny show. I think so. Well, all of the show like Marvels. That's why I like the Marvel movie so much because they like. They don't take themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. I know that we're always gonna get like a laugh out of something. Yeah, like it, with the TV shows, it's a little bit different because we might get like an episode or two where it's just serious all the way through. Mm-hmm. I know that somewhere here, I'm gonna get a laugh. Yeah, some people don't like the how funny it mm-hmm. is in some parts, or like that they try to make some things a joke. Yeah. I agree. There are some parts where like a joke isn't necessary. Yeah. But I do like that I can sit there and watch something and know that I'm going to be entertained with action and maybe some like something's going to make you feel something in your heart. But also right after I may like get like a chuckle out of it. Yeah. Like it, it brings you down just enough to where you're like, oh, damn. And then back up and then, you know, like these nice little waves to it. Yeah. I don't for me, that's like that's not the only thing I care about with these movies is just getting like one laugh out of the whole thing. Yeah. But, like, that's why I don't like DC movies. Well, one, I've mentioned this to you before. I don't like DC movies because they only, they act like they have five characters (laughs) in their whole (laughs) catalog. But besides that, it's just, like, everything's just so dark and sad and depressing, the whole movie. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, like, no matter, like, I know for myself, no matter how shitty my life is, something funny's going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna get a laugh somewhere here. Like I'm not like it, it to be like cheesy and corny. Like it can't rain every day. Like, mm-hmm. But every DC movie is just nothing but rain for me. They're not entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this yesterday when I was reading something because yesterday, well, a while ago was the DC fandom thing, yeah. you know, and I was reading the stuff and I was. I wasn't excited for any of the stuff that they announced, yeah. but I was interested. Mm. And I was only interested just because the fact that 
now I see they're trying to throw more characters out there and do different things, uh, especially because they have HBO Max and all these platforms I can put it on. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm excited to see those things because seeing, not to say that I'm tired of Marvel movies or anything like that, but like, Marvel movies are obviously on top. You know, yeah. they make the most money. Majority of the people that see them like them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the DC movies are kind of like somewhere in the middle most of the time. Middle or, or under. But like just knowing that they're trying to be there it will cause Marvel movies to kind of push their stuff to the limit too. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like they're kind of going back and forth. Like Marvel's making DC like take risk with characters that they don't know. Well, it's, and it, then, it's the competition. Yeah. Like that's why like when I watch wrestling, like nobody like WWE has been really like they've been putting out some shitty stuff for like years mm-hmm. and then AEW shows up like not like there wasn't any other promotions out there but mm-hmm. AEW shows up and then they have a a TV contract so now they're on TV at the same time as you are so it's like you're either gonna rise to the occasion and just get better so they don't outdo you yeah or you're just gonna fall and WWE hasn't really <laughs> done much to to up their stakes in the game but i'll like i'll still watch yeah but like it's the same thing with like my music like i might not like an artist but like i'm open to you giving me something good Mm -hmm. so i'll still listen like you put in a new cd out i'll listen to it i'll try to find something good if i don't then oh well yeah but i listened but that's the same with these like dc like if you guys put out a good like a movie i'll watch it yeah i'm waiting for something that gets me yeah just haven't found it like i, I know this is a marvel show or uh, marvel comics yeah. podcast <laughs> i know this is a hawkeye special but, but uh like the the harley quinn show on mm-hmm. uh, hbo max that's pretty good yeah i hear that doom patrol show is pretty good um you know like they're just doing their own thing yeah. but yeah i mean as long as dc's trying mm-hmm. we're gonna keep getting better and better marvel stuff like yeah. Because Kevin Feige's not going to play that. Yeah. Kevin Feige says, like, oh, you thought that was good? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> and it, I would, I keep thinking about that. Like, he's he's a producer, right? He's president of Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. There's some something that he does that he gets to these directors and these producers yeah. and everything where he, where it's just like, it's either you're putting out quality stuff mm-hmm. or he's doing something to be like, this is what I want. Do it. Yeah. You know, it's like, because how, not to say everything is like a plus material, like, mm-hmm. but how do you get that many good shows and movies out of these different directors and producers and people yeah, with different ideas like with the Eternals movie? Like, uh, at the time of recording, I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. but, like, what's her, uh, the director's name? Chloe Zhang or Zhang? Zhao, I think. Chloe Zhao. Like, I can't remember the uh, the name of the movie that she did that she just won the Academy Award. Oh, World the Fund. Nomad Land. Yeah, like, and I'm not saying that she didn't grow up reading comic books, but to bring her in on like a really large, yeah, Marvel movie, and to have that story. For have to have her write the story and then still have it fit in with everything that you're doing. Yeah. 
like it's I don't know what Kevin Feige has running through his brain, but that guy's a genius. Yeah, and I I don't know if it's just him or like I think her name is Victoria Alonso mm. and uh, who's that Esposito's something like that. Mm. Um, I don't know if they have like if they all sit down and be like, here's what we want yeah. you to make. But yeah, like had there's just something crazy about like how you can have all these movies just come out and have these directors just have, you know, different visions, but yeah, still just great movies. And it's and they still all piece together. That's the yeah. crazy part. It's like one, we've never seen a franchise make this many movies that all are part of a story. Granted, there's been different stories in between, but like we've never seen anybody piece together, was it 20 plus movies now? Yeah. As all part of one thing. Like, that's crazy. And then have the shows in there too. Yeah. So, I mean, you count all that, that we're probably coming up on like 30 different pieces of like mm-hmm. material. And the the crazy part about all these shows, which is what we started this podcast with, <laughs> is that like the shows are all happening for the most part. They're all happening within like two weeks of all everybody being snapped back. Mm-hmm. So like even Spider Man Far From Home and Spider Man No Way Home are only a couple weeks apart from each other. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Endgame was two years ago. And now, I mean, granted, last year we didn't get anything. But we've had WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Spider-Man No Way From Home, Shang-Chi, and The Eternals. All That's all happening within two weeks. Or two, I think it's like two or three weeks from the snap. The second snap. Yeah. That's nuts. That's what that's more than that uh what was it Nick Fury's week of uh does is that really within 2 weeks cuz everyone's life is kind of like I going. think some of them are like flashing they might flash back before it cuz like Shang-Chi like the he already has like a job and like I Shang-Chi I might be wrong about Okay so I know Spider-Man does take place like but both of those Spider-Man movies are no way or no way home is i mean i'm not trying to like disagree with you or like prove you wrong but it just seems like everyone's life is already kind of like back to where you know they they want to be or like where they need to be you know well spider-man far from home he's dealing with the the aftermath aftermath of it and then spider-man i don't think no way home is like the whole movie is all within that that couple of weeks but it's picking up right where the last one started, right? Uh, I would think so. I mean, because we're probably within like, or at least a couple of days after. My assumption is that it's gonna be yeah within like a couple of weeks because everybody's still from at least from the trailers, everyone's still kind of like, oh my god, Peter Parker, Spider Man, Peter Parker, Spider Man, this and like. So I'm assuming within so we're within dealing like with a couple weeks like or probably so. a month or so after. I would say like everybody yeah, gets brought back. Hawkeye, I would I would assume. Is maybe you know because it takes place around Christmas time. I don't know when the snap would have happened. Yeah, I don't think they really tell us that. But Wanda would have came. Wanda, Wanda was two weeks. It was two weeks. Yeah. Oh. 
Did he say that in the show? I think so. Okay. And then Falcon and Winter Soldier. That one kind of makes sense. I would say like a month. Maybe th- a couple months for that one. It started one. off like in the first couple of weeks. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I'm not saying everything is... The whole show is falling within those two weeks, but... Because, yeah, it just seems like they already have like that council ready to like yeah. move people and like this and that. And then... What else? I don't know. But, yeah, I mean... It's it's like a big puzzle piece, and you don't. Even, it's a puzzle, and you don't even know what the whole picture looks like. Yeah, it's yeah. It literally is putting together a puzzle with and kind of doing it in the dark. Yeah, because you can. I mean, yeah. Props to them if they're like, yeah, we want your movie to take place within this time frame, mm-hmm. or if they're just like, yeah, here's your window. It can take place two weeks, a month, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you want to do. But you know, we want to have it do this or introduce these characters or something it's nuts it's gonna yeah i think the hawkeye show is gonna be fun though yeah i'm not saying i hate jeremy renner at all i with that without the the old team the original avengers like where did where does he fall into place with any of it besides just kind of just stepping back and then being like a mentor to kate like where else does he fit i mean yeah i mean he could retire, finally be with his family. I think that's what's going to happen. Kate takes over. And all we have left is Bruce at that point. Yeah, I mean, and it leaves it open for him to come back at another point if he wants to or yeah. need be. I think she'll get another, I think she'll get a second season. Kate? Yeah. I can see that. Probably She probably gets a second season that either leads into Young Avengers or after Young Avengers if they yeah. do need to. And then, but we're getting a lot of good stuff coming up. Yeah, a lot of like, I mean, and the weird, the crazy thing is like, we know the Young Avengers coming. That's the obvious thing. Mm-hmm. But what's going to be fun is like the things that we don't know. Yeah, you know, because they're going to, they have the Fantastic Four coming out. Do they set a a date for that? I don't think so. Well, they're in the process of yeah. maybe writing we it still or have, something. Uh, Ant Man coming with Kang. Yeah, so that's going to be crazy. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is going to be coming. Oof. So that's going to be... I mean, far, No Way Home is going to be crazy enough. Yeah. If with all the rumors that are going around. like yeah. I still want to see it, which Doctor Strange that is. Because that's not regular Doctor Strange. In yeah, the there's, something, there's something up with them. No, he's never that happy to just like... Oh, yeah, I'll, I won't do it. There's something off with him. See, but then it makes me wonder like... Why doesn't Wong notice that that's not the right one if it is yeah someone different you know? And I I don't need I haven't even checked to see what the lineup is for what's coming out next year because I don't think they've like finalized everything. Well, I know we're getting She Hulk. Yeah. Oh, well, that's gonna. Be we're getting fun. Moon Knight as well. I think that's maybe later in the year. I think July or something. Um, she Hulk's gonna be fun. Yeah, I really want to see what that one's yeah. gonna be about. I'm hoping we get Howard the Duck in there some more. I'm hoping and we Hellcat. <laughs> I'm hoping we get some uh the return of uh Matt Murdock somewhere down the line. I think I think we get Fisk and Hawkeye. I hope so. I hope there's so. a rumor going around I that I think he, we do. I re, I would if that if that happens mm-hmm. then I think that'll be more of a shocker than at least for me, that'd be more of a shocker than like the, the Peter showing up in No Way Home. 
Because, like, I've been hearing rumors about that for, like, the past two years. So, yeah. it's like, okay, that's just obviously going to happen now. But if Fisk shows up, that means Daredevil can show up. That means they can bring Jessica Jones back and Luke Cage. Leave Iron Fist out at the door. Yeah, that, <laughs> we can recast that. <laughs> we don't have to bring him back. But, like, even if, like, another Shang-Chi sequel can do, introduce Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we can have that. Like, a team up with those two. If they wanted to, or, you know, like, so many open doors now. And that's that tease at the end of Shang-Chi, where they don't know where the, the rings came from. Oh, and yeah. when he used them, it, it, like, was like a beacon for something. Like, what does that even mean? There's too many open doors here. I'm you got multiverse stuff. You got cosmic beings. We it's... don't even know what's happening with the Guardians and Thor. We're, yeah, we're going into some crazy... It's, this next phase is nuts. And then like really nuts, freaking! I don't, I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen the post credit scene mm. for Let There Be Carnage. Oh yeah, I just, I, I just went to the movies to watch it the other day because I was, wait, I was getting my truck service, mm. and it was gonna be a couple hours, so I went and I watched it. The movie sucked, but <laughs> <laughs> the movie was horrible. But that end credit scene, yeah, like what does that mean, man? I. Even still thinking about that end credit scene now, it's like the excitement is bubbling up inside of me because I don't know what the hell that. Obviously, we're getting some multiverse stuff, but like, where like where does it connect? Yeah, is like is Venom gonna be in this movie, the Spider Man movie, or like a post credit scene is gonna maybe? I don't know the way he that end credit scene came up. You know they what? can't throw him in the end credits of No Way Home. What if they do? What if it's like? Uh... So my prediction for No Way Home is that, uh, you know, the Peters are going to come from the other movies, this and that. They take care of the villains, whatever. Whatever is happening in the main uh, Marvel Universe, MCU Universe, uh, maybe they're able to find a place where there's no Peter or that Peter is dead. So our Peter goes to that universe or something and, you know... He stays there, or maybe he goes back to the universe where I don't know. They're just something. But what if Venom, at the end of No Way Home, what if Venom ends up in New York? Eddie's in New York, mm. and he's on the hunt for Spider Man. And at night, Peter's like swinging around or something, and you see he swings past the rooftop or something, and you just see the silhouette of Venom like just lurking on the on the rooftop. Man, I'm ten- what if what if he gets to New York? That whole however you said it works out, and then he gets to New York, and then yeah, they're swinging. He catches he catches up to Peter, and then Venom just decides that he wants to just feel what it's like to be like a part of Spider Man. Mm. So then we get that uh, like the Spider Man symbiote, mm. uh, like whole fit and then then it cuts out yeah because i mean like i haven't like you said i i guess like I, I haven't seen the movie don't but i know he venom wants to be more the lethal protector and eddie wants to be mm-hmm. more like you can't kill people yeah so what if venom just like you suck at <laughs> protecting people anyway so yeah. i'm gonna go with this guy who does protect people mm-hmm. and then that's where like we get the more violent peter and everything Rips yeah. the suit off, feels left alone, and 
you know, all that. And then that's where he goes back to Eddie and becomes Lethal Protector. I don't know, man. It's, but I saw the end credit scene. I was, uh, I was still pissed that I spent the money on the movie, but that was, man. What I wish is that he came over from, Venom came over from a multiverse and uh, left uh, Tom Hardy in that universe <laughs> and found a new Eddie Brock in this one. I like this Eddie better. <laughs> one that's not a bumbling idiot. Man, I that movie was so bad. <laughs> I like I because I I thought the first one was okay. I didn't hate on the first one like everybody else did. So I was like, well, the second one should be okay. It was just they ran through everything so fast, like they couldn't tell the story if they wanted to. It was bad. I just don't like Tom Hart. I don't like his Eddie Brock. Uh, I I wouldn't be mad if they picked somebody else to do it, but he he's not too bad for me. Like him, he's not the issue with the movie for me. I just feel like if he would have played the character differently, I would have liked it. I like him mm-hmm. as an actor. I feel like if he would have just been more like, who's like a good person, like, I don't know, just more like tough and like more like, maybe not like, I don't know, someone who's just like not so sure of himself, but mm-hmm. like, False confidence, you know, like that's what I kind of wanted. If he was more confidently, but like also aware that he's not anything good. Like in the movie, he's just like he he knows he's just a piece of shit. Yeah, and he's like, like yeah, I'm gonna get better at it. Yeah, he's just like down all the time. Like I'm a sad boy, and then he gets (laughs) venom, and then it's just like, and I'm a sad boy with superpowers. (laughs) It's yeah, it's it's not a great. Neither movie is great. But the first one wasn't that bad. The second one, it was horrible. <laughs> it yeah, it just wasn't. I didn't like uh, what's his name Woody Harrelson. It's Carnage. Yeah, um, I wasn't too excited about him being. It yeah, it just didn't. The whole story just didn't make sense. They didn't explain things very well. It was like me in the beginning of our podcast, like the very <laughs> first couple episodes. It just wasn't that great. <laughs> but uh, to circle back to. Hawkeye, like we said, there wasn't much to to go for here. Like, we all know Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, but we just wanted to make sure that we got some some insight on the, the new characters that are coming in. Yeah. Watch the show. Um, after you watch the show or mm-hmm. while you're watching it, read the comic, too, just to kind of... Yeah, the Matt Fraction Hawkeye comic mm-hmm. started in 2012, if you guys happen to go back and look for it 22 issues um not very like wordy not a lot Mm -hmm. of dialogue there's even a whole issue in there where if they do it from uh lucky the dog's perspective yeah literally like the speech bubbles are just like scribbles with like one or two words yeah the only words that pop up in the speech bubbles are words that the dog understands (laughs) so so it's like it and even the ones where they're actually talking it's not wordy at all. Yeah. Like, I read through, like, seven issues in probably, like, half hour, maybe, 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. One of the easier reads that we've done. That's why I was so excited to read it. Because yeah. it's a good story and it's not wordy. <laughs> it's quick. But, uh, yeah, that's that's all we got on this one this week. Our last special for a couple weeks, at least, until we get to No Way Home. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. And then we got a... I guess I'll tell you guys now we got a Christmas special for Christmas. Ooh. 
Ring ding ding ling ding ding ling. All right, that was, <laughs> that was it for this week. <laughs> Thanks for listening again. Uh, I know we didn't have anything super helpful for anybody, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about it because it was that was uh, for Hawkeye. That's one of my favorite runs. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you guys next week. All right, guys. Bye. Peace out.